Welcome back to the Any Given Thursday podcast. The bye week is past. The international break is past. We're back to talk about match week one of the Europa and the conference leagues. We got some fun things planned for you today. We're going to go through each group, all of them, and we're going to all 16. And we're going to wow. talk about who we think is going to finish in what order. Then we'll talk about some favorites and some sleepers and et cetera. Yeah. And some first week predictions. Um, yeah. We're really putting our necks out on the line to bring you all this content, these yeah. predictions. So this isn't easy. Don't think this not, is easy. You know, when things inevitably don't go the way we expect them to. Yeah. People are going to ridicule us online and it's going to make us feel bad. Yeah, indeed. Don't bully us. Yeah. Even if our predictions are better than most people's, they'll still bully us. And it hurts my feelings. We're sensitive. Yeah. Take that into account. Um, but let's not waste any time. No. Let's get straight into the Europa League with Group A. You want to read out who's in Group A, Dan? Absolutely. Group A, and I'm going to read all these groups out in order of their pot Let's number. So Group A, we have West Ham mm. from England, Olympiakos from Greece, mm. Freiburg from Germany, mm. and TSC from Serbia. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you want to get us start us off here? Yeah, I'll get started off here. And just I think there is a clear favorite to come forth. I would group. say so. Yeah, TSC, the Serbian side, they're not they're not awful, right? Mm-hmm. But when we're saying that, it's they're then put in a group with West Ham, Freiburg, and Olympiacos. Yeah. Who are all three teams that would expect to be able to get out of the groups mm-hmm. and expect to be highly competitive in this competition. Mm-hmm. And so TSC definitely feel like they're probably coming fourth place. Do you agree with that? I would say so, yeah. 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 More of a competition for one through three. Yes. I think it's fair. Mm-hmm. I think it's also fair to say West Ham probably has the strongest player for player team mm-hmm. in this in this group. I think Freiburg could maybe, but I'd agree yeah. with you. And I but... think West Ham, I think this will I think the play styles will suit West Ham too, because they don't have to really control the ball necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um they can let Freiburg Olympiacos play a little bit and hit them where they where where it hurts, which is yeah. you know counters and set pieces, which they're remarkably good at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have West Ham finishing first. I also have West Ham finishing first. Now, who do you have finishing second? I have Freiburg coming uh, second mm-hmm. and Olympiacos third. But I I flipped them. You did. I went chalk. I have Olympiacos or pot pot yeah. chalk. Yeah, pot chalk. I got Olympiacos. Um, I just think Freiburg looks a little uh sluggish right now to me in terms of results um they're still good it's because it's still very well go through mm-hmm. in second um but i think olympiacos is on a bit of a re- revenge year right now and are looking pretty dominant yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and give them the slight edge but it could be either way this is a rematch of a group last year by the oh, way oh yes they in freiburg um where freiburg topped the group and olympiacos finished dead last mm-hmm. so what competi- that was in the, was the europa, europa league, league as well yeah. so so it might be out for a little revenge that's mm-hmm. my that's my that's my feeling. Yeah, I agree. This Olympiacos team is substi- looks substantially stronger than last year's. Mm-hmm. They look much more well-prepared for the Europa League. Mm-hmm. And I think Freiburg will be a little bit worse than last year. So I think it'll be a tight competition for yeah. all the one through three spots. Agreed. And I think whoever loses is the team that draws in Serbia. Love it. Let's go to Group B, also known as uh, the Group We of should death. also, uh, before we go on, just mention match week one. Oh, sure. We have TSCs at West Ham and Freiburg at Olympiaco. So really big game to start things off with mm-hmm. that Freiburg at Olympiaco's matchup. Yeah. Group B, we got Ajax, Marseille, Brighton, and AEK. Group of death. Athens. Group of death? Group of death. 
Group of death. Who do you have uh, winning this group of death? I have Brighton winning this group of death. Okay. Hard not to after just saw them devour Manchester United at Old Trafford today. Mm-hmm. They just added on to Fati. Um, they even got Danny Welbeck scoring. I mean, they look really, they look the real deal. Um, and I also think Ajax and Marseille are flawed. I agree with you. I, however, despite agreeing with you, do have Ajax topping this oh, group. Wow. I Ajax think the, just don't look good at all. I understand that, but I don't think like the them. European pedigree of being at Ajax is something that it is. I feel like when you watch like these groups, that European pedigree of some teams is important to consider. And Brighton don't have a lot of guys with European experience. Their manager doesn't have much European experience. And I think there'll be a couple games where maybe they go into it just a little naive, which is why I have Ajax topping them. But I think the top three in this will be very competitive, just like the first group. And I think Brighton are the most talented team in this group. Yeah, that's not really a debate. It's not really a debate at this point, what we've seen from the early season. They look like a great team. I I think there'll just be some European like growing pains. Yeah, I don't think this is the group for that, though, because Ajax are in a pretty serious rebuild mm-hmm. um and they obviously finished third last year never looked the part and they started off badly again this year for their standards i think i did give them the edge over the marseille over marseille in second for no other reason other than it's marseille and they fuck shit up all the time yeah. marseille, they fuck up. that's what they do marseille are starting to become the lazio of france yeah exactly so and that's why i have marseille in third and to be honest i think ak athens a very strong fourth team fourth place team they look pretty solid this year mm-hmm. i could see them you know results in athens could be a huge factor in this group because you know any points that they steal which they will steal points mm-hmm. and they may even get a few wins yeah um i think athens will feel they could at least pull an upset on one of those one of those teams and maybe sneak into the conference league. we'll see yeah i agree with you I on that's realistic the reason for marseille third and that athens are very ak athens are very strong Fourth place. Yeah, points really are going to be tough to come by. And it's going to start with, again, you know, really big matchup right away. Marseille at Ajax. That mm-hmm. has a Champions League feel to it. And then AK at Brighton yeah. will be the other matchup there. Group C, we have Rangers from Scotland. Real Betis from Spain. Sparta Prague from Czech Republic, Czechia. There you go. And I, uh, think the, the I did, I did have to pause for a second. <laughs> and Aris Limassol from Cyprus. Love it. So that's that group. And I have Batiste topping it, Rangers second, Sparta Proud third, and Aris Limassol in fourth. I have uh, Sparta ahead of Rangers in second. Ooh, interesting um, I think both the Prague teams are, are looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. They look good in European qualifiers. Um, and I don't trust Rangers. I think that's fair. I don't necessarily trust Rangers, but I do trust Ibrox. Yeah. They fair. are very strong at home. It's a tough place to go play. And that's why not in the league, not in the league, but this is for four. <laughs> well, I lost to Celtic yet again. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I have, I have Rangers coming through top uh-huh. of that group. Um, first week, Betis is at Ibrox taking on Rangers and Aries is at Sparta Prague. 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 <laughs> group D, D for death, because this is uh, probably not the group of death, but no. it's a really strong, very group, strong top group. to bottom. Indeed. You have Atalanta, the group of D, Sporting. Club de Portugal, Sturmgraz, and Rakow from Poland, if you aren't aware. True, 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 true. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I have this one going almost chalk. I think Sporting, Pip, Atalanta, 
the first place because I don't love Atlanta's depth. I think they might get caught a couple times rotating. Uh, and then Storm Graz are really competitive, and I think they could be, if they drop down to the Conference League, a team that makes a bit of a run down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Rakow, I think it's just unfortunate that they got a pretty tough group because I Agreed. think they're solid. But... Yeah, Rakow could steal some points. I have Atalanta 1, Sporting 2, um, and Storm Graz 3. I think Storm Graz, we saw them be really competitive last year. They're still competitive. They're pretty much established now is the current second best team in Austria. Mm-hmm. Um I think they I think they make some noise but finish a close third. Yeah. Sporting. I'm with you on that. That's my feeling. All right. And that Rakau will travel to Bergamo to take on Atalanta and Sturmgras will travel to uh Portugal to take on Sporting. Sweet. Group E for uh easy piece of cake for Liverpool. Indeed. Well, yeah, pretty easy. Uh, as I spoiled there, Liverpool are in this group. Also with LOSC from Austria, USG, saint Gilles from Belgium, and Toulouse mm-hmm. from France. This one's One pretty hard to pick, 2-3-4, yeah. I find. Mm-hmm. Liverpool being a pretty obvious winner choice for winner. Um, but these three teams below, I feel like anything could happen. saint Gilles has, I would say, has the European experience edge re- of the la- recently, except that they lost all their players with European <laughs> experience. So they don't really, uh, Toulouse has never been in Europe. As far as I know, having, uh, qualified via the cup in France, mm-hmm. um, Lask is a perennial European competitor. Um, kind of the third best team in Austria right now, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so I guess Lask has the best European experience of, yeah. um, and for that reason alone, I'm giving them the edge in second. And uh, Toulouse-St. Joe's is a bit of a toss-up for me. Um, in ter- if they played head-to-head last year, I'd say St. Joe's has the quality edge. But I'm not super confident in St. Joe's rotation right now. Um, they're a little bit – they're still in the figuring out stage of the season, and that could cost them early if they drop early results. So I'm going to put Toulouse in a tentative third. Okay, I because I like to lose, but I don't think <laughs> they're like gonna. To lose? I think I like to lose, but I don't. I think to lose is either gonna be struggling in the league or this competition throughout this. But I kind of feel like they'll be like nons last year and mm-hmm. make an effort. Yeah, I. I mean, again, obviously with you, Liverpool will should win every game of this group, and to lose. Just to clarify, and because I. Make sure to double check it. They do have some European experience. They were in mm-hmm. in the uh, 80s and 2000s. They made a few appearances, mm-hmm. but never any deep runs. Uh, last time they were in the Europa League, they came third behind Shakhtar and Club Brugge. Mm-hmm. But so there's like a little bit of some European pedigree to the club, but not much. Um, yeah. I also have lost second. Nice. Get good vibes from them right now. You know, cool. Good don't analysis. Have, I don't have a good reason. Good analysis. Yeah. I have not watched a second of Lost. I just like their four letters together in order. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you say I have them third, and that might be a little bit of just like I want them to come third. Yeah. We love um, St. Jolas. We do. But they definitely look like they're missing, you know, a couple of their players. Victor Boniface in particular has been Teddy Toombs. Teddy Tuma is doing really, really well in League on right now. Teddy Victor Boniface is off to a crazy hot start. Although he couldn't get it done yeah. against Bayern the other day. He had a no. bunch of chances. Yeah, but he created a lot of those chances. He did. So, uh, Toulouse as well. I just like, 
I think Toulouse, they're going to have to get used to losing. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty. I mean, yeah. 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 I am not a huge, I like you mentioned, they don't have a super deep squad. I'm not yeah. a huge fan of their first team just in general either. I don't think there's a ton of talent there right now. I'm kind of betting on a little lucky. results. I don't think they, I think they have a smart, uh, they have a smart system. idea of what they're doing, right? Yeah. Like, they have Red a good, have they a have good, good academy and they have mm-hmm. good, um, you know, promotion to first team trends. Mm. Um, and they also are going to have a really good home atmosphere. Yes. And St. Joe has to play in not their own stadium for these yeah. European games. And they're usually pretty empty. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's why I agree. I'm I think going we're still a few here. years away from Toulouse being able to compete in a meaningful way in the Europa League. But yeah, probably that's why they're not in second. Yeah. For me. Uh, but this uh, group starts off with Toulouse at Unisantia so that is a yeah. very it's important a tell, game. And uh, Liverpool will be bit. traveling to Lask. Nice. Not for them, but... Yeah. Uh, all right, Group F? Group F, we have Villarreal, we have Rennes, we have Maccabi Haifa, and we have Panathinaikos. I don't think I need to tell you where those teams are from. No. You should know. You should know. Uh, I think that Rennes will top this group. Oh, wow. I still like the Rennes squad. I have Villarreal coming second. Panathinaikos third, and Maccabi Haifa in fourth. Yeah, so Villarreal hasn't been off to a good start this season. They've had a couple of tough fixtures, so it feels maybe like a little bit of an exaggeration that they're, you know, it, mm-hmm. that I think they lost to Betis, uh, Barcelona, and I don't remember their other their other defeat. But yeah, pretty mediocre start for them. I still think their talent is enough to get them through the group top. I have Panathinaikos in second Ooh. because I really liked how they looked in qualifying. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going all in on the on the Greek resurgence this year, so I have them in second. I have Ren in third, um, for no reason other than I don't, you know, they barely made the groups too. I don't really this the Europa groups that is. I don't like particularly trust their ability consistency, um, and they seem to really like to draw. They that have could cost them <laughs> trying a lot of games domestically. That could cost them. I think when I look at uh Maccabi in fourth, obviously, but that's a good fourth team. That is a good fourth team. That's a good team. Go ahead, Israel. Just, just some young talents on this Ren team that I think it's this is the age where they're making that step. So you have like Christoph Wu looked much better for the end of last season. Arthur Teod is a really good center back. You have guys like no, you're a big Teod guy. I'm a big Teod guy. You have guys like I mean Guiri, Benjamin Borobo, who you know are going to turn up and perform. I think there's some questions around like the center of the midfield, right? Which is where they could be gotten in this group. But on the wings and that back line scoring goals, I think they'll be just fine. Uh, even if Martin Terrier is still out, right? I yeah. don't think he'll be back by the end of the group. Yeah. Look out for the atmospheres in Greece and Israel mm-hmm. in this group. They're and, be, and at Ren. And at Ren, they're gonna yeah. be it's a pretty gonna be a pretty good uh to say nothing of else crowd, but this is a good this is a good uh, atmosphere group if you're into that sort of thing. And group G, we have oh sorry, uh the matches for week one, Kabi Haifa at Ren and Villarreal at Panathinaikos. Uh, that's also part of the reason I have Villarreal second is I think going to Panathinaikos first is just it's tough to. Yeah, there's adjust. five games. It's not the only game they play. I know, but I just think it's, it's five games. It's harder to games. win on the road in the first week than it is any of those other weeks. Oh, for sure. Because your first time traveling out of the country. I think they'll draw. Team. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Group G, we have Roma, Slavia Prague, Sheriff, and Servette. I 
think there should be an obvious winner here. And I say should because it's uh, I'm not as confident as I feel like I should be about mm. this winner in Roma. I, I agree there should first. be an obvious winner. Yeah. It's Slavia Praha. Okay. <laughs> I have Roma coming first. Servet second. Servet second. I have Servet second. Interesting choice. Yeah. Sheriff third and Slavia Prague in fourth. Slavia Prague, I have first. I have okay. Sheriff in second. I have Servet in third and Roma dead last. <laughs> Do you think your anti-Jose bias might be in the way there? No, I did. I did real analysis for this. So, yeah. I don't explain Servet in second. Are they not I, clearly the worst team in this group by far? I don't far? think they are. I don't think they are. I think week to week, the Swiss league is a deeper league. <laughs> fluctuates wildly, too. It does fluctuate wildly. And we've seen that domestically, your performances in the Swiss league do not correlate mm. to your European performances. But I do Slavia think... is a top there, a top the league right now. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But right. okay. I. Also, just think Servette last year, I was really, really impressed with them. I don't think they've, at least not to my knowledge, they've lost, they haven't lost a ton of talented players. I think there's quality and depth in this squad that isn't matched by other. How do you name two players on their bench <laughs> without looking at the Wikipedia? On their bench? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is their depth? I don't, do you know any players on Servette? No, but I saw that they rotate. Like, I okay. saw their ability to rotate yeah. last year. Um, Bubakar Fafana was supposed to be one of the best players for Lyon coming through their academy recently. Couldn't quite break into the Lyon team, and he's now started for Servette. He looked really, really good when he was at Lyon. Uh, Enzo Cervizelli was a uh, player on Bishakji here last year that we watched against Fiorentina, and he tore him apart. He's now on Servette. So I think there is some quality on this side that also have a player from Guadeloupe. Oh, that's just fun. That is just fun. Yeah. I actually did not know that Anthony Barron uh, existed, let alone yep. on Guadeloupe. On the other side, they do have six points in six league games so far. Yeah, but like um, I said, the Swiss League is such a misnomer for sure. They lost to Uverden. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, maybe one good benchmark is that they went out to Rangers 3-2 on aggregate. In the yeah, Champions that was the other they really good against Rangers. Yeah, and but I don't think Rangers are that good. I don't think so. Sheriff looked good in qualifiers either. Yeah, there's so much turnover on that squad. There always is, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like I don't think they look good. Obviously, it's a tough place to go play. Or in Moldova, like it's a long trip for teams. They have been good at home historically in Europe, but I mean, Zahori looked like their best player in qualifiers so far, and he was easily the weak point of that team last year. So I think there might be worse than last year. Yeah, and they didn't look great last year. Well, the good news is that all those three teams have a chance of. Or are going to continue Absolutely. playing Europe when Roma finishes zero points in fourth. Okay. Yeah, Roma have been off to a bad start. We should acknowledge that. But... They're in the relegation zone. Yeah. They're going down. But they have also had a some tough opponents. Going down. Them. And uh, they need a striker. They need yeah. to find a consistent striker. They bought a they got Lukaku a striker. Lukaku is not a striker. <laughs> they got a striker. You want another one? I want a striker who's going to score goals. Uh, he's going to score more goals than, than the, what's his name? Andrea Belotti did last year? Yeah. yeah. Uh, last group is Group H, where we have Leverkusen, Karabakh, Molda, and Haken. I'm taking Leverkusen first. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> they just got a 2-2 result at Bayern on Friday. Mm-hmm. Very impressive result. They maybe didn't deserve it, but hey, that's their, that, that's a marker for them in the season to be like, we're going to be competitive 
We're gonna actually chase these guys. I actually did. I was gonna say until they got the equalizer. Not impressive that I thought they maybe impressive. deserved a draw. Yeah. And then they got a really Shitty really equalizer. soft penalty yeah. that should not have been called. No, I think uh, Byron were the had the you know yeah Charlie should have won more by more. The what's his name the keeper made a ridiculous save on Kane, which is one of the best I've seen. Yeah, and Ulrich did make some good saves. I thought yeah. Leverkusen. It's also just. Yeah, and then Boniface created like a hat trick of good chances for himself that yeah. he couldn't that he couldn't hit. You don't see teams create that quantity of opportunities against Byron very often, mm-hmm. especially domestically. So I, that was what really impressed yeah. me about. I that. guess I wasn't I wasn't sure. It was felt more like a test of their uh, mental resolve, which Roma kind of exploited uh, mm-hmm. the weak their weakness in that last semifinals. Mm-hmm. Um, so for them to, you know, have the have the composure to put in a pretty that type of performance i think is telling yeah um, and a nice benchmark for them but so yeah that pretty obvious first place joint. yeah i have molda in second but i think it's gonna be really really competitive and tight for a second third and fourth yeah i also have molda in second i have Karabak third and hawken fourth i flipped hawken and Karabag, but i just because Karabag has an entirely different team and haven't looked good in the league so far that's fair uh molda just, you know i kind of trust the them to get result or two at home yeah no, that's fair and i don't trust i think uh i think molda if you like um this is a good group to watch for hipster tactics Sleverkusen's fun mm-hmm. but uh molda sneaky fun team to watch um if you're looking for some you know they have a little bit of like they, they seem to have borrowed some ideas i don't remember the manager's name but he seems to have borrowed some ideas from uh the brazilian coach that's using those that uh Mm-hmm. intense positional overloads <laughs> and uh you know a little more freedom in in tactics and um yeah, so, denise. yeah denise is still, he's now the interim brazil coach mm-hmm. it does um, the whole uh like relativism yeah right? wasn't that the name of it so molda has been drawing on some of those ideas um but using it still within a little more positional mm-hmm. uh tactical setup so they're pretty gonna be interesting to watch um and i think watch them yeah i think the other thing to keep note of this though is molda and hawkins summer leagues right mm-hmm. and their seasons they're both involved in very tight european and title races mm-hmm. right now so that might distract right because it is really important to make sure you qualify again for europe you know it's you'd love to be able to progress in europe but you might need to start prioritizing the league a little bit mm-hmm. which could provide an opportunity for a car to sneak through here yeah, depends also on like you know if anybody pulls away, mm-hmm. could it could adapt, it could change throughout the course yes. of the yeah. Just something to you know keep in the back of your mind is what's happening in those leagues. Uh, Molda they start on the road at Karbach, and Hocken are at Leverkusen. To start things off. All right, so that's the, all the groups. The conference, yeah. Should we do our uh, Europa League predictions? Oh, yeah, yeah. Tie back to that at the end. Uh, what do you? I don't know. You, hey, your let's choice. Just, let's just do them now. Do them now. Well, we're on. Do them now. All right. So, Europa League, what team do you think is most likely to disappoint? Um, I think disappoint, man. I think uh I think Villarreal is a contender. Mm-hmm. I think uh Sporting is a contender, but I'm going to go with Ajax. I think Ajax as for the reasons I already stated, mm-hmm. um even if they get through second, um I think, you know, I don't like the thought of them facing a decent Champions League third place team. I think I think their run ends in the round of 32 at the best. Mm-hmm. I I see what you're saying. I also 
put Villarreal on my list of teams that might potentially disappoint. I just like don't like Setien. I don't like Setien. I don't like losing Pal Torres. I think that's a sign of bad things within the club if you're losing a guy who's been there for that long to Aston Villa and pretty to go play for his old manager too. Yeah. Right. That just left your club. Um also Roma, their inability to score consistently with yeah Balotti and Lukaku as their strikers is worrisome. And then uh this one's more of like a I could see it happening. I don't expect it to happen. Mm-hmm. But I could see Brighton having a disappointing European campaign. I think it's because I feel like expectations have just like snowballed for them as they've yeah. gone off such a hot, hot yeah. start to the season. Just I think the winning. quality's there. I think the team talent is there. Yeah. And I think Tazeri is a great manager. But expectations yeah. seem I mean, to just be getting bigger. Definitely see them drawing bigger, a Champions bigger, League team. Bigger. See them drawing Champions League team. Mm-hmm. And just like, you know, maybe it's fucking Barcelona for the first straight <laughs> yeah. year. You know, you never know. Yeah. Um, um, but like, you know, you look at all the betting odds, you look at all these power rankings and everything, and they're second across the board and you're like it just feels like i would be surprised to see them betting them up. yeah the entire competition i think would be surprising just because it doesn't usually happen yeah. on your first time mm. um yeah yeah but i think but they just, are a unique case it almost feels like we're building them up so that they can be broken down when something goes wrong nice pun thank you <laughs> uh i don't expect it to happen i would pick roma as my most likely to disappoint if I was picking one team. It's funny. I feel like if there's one team that would really frustrate Brighton, it's Roma. <laughs> yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, most likely to make a surprise run. Most likely to make a surprise run. That's a little bit of a difficult one in this competition because I think the 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 stratospheres are pretty clear. Like the favorites are I think pretty pretty well defined this season. Um but if I had to reach into my bag and pick something out of nothing, I would say Olympiacos. That was one of the things I had on my list. No, I think it's going to be Olympiacos because I, I, I think they were so embarrassed by their general performance in all competitions last year that they really righted the ship this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they look, if, if you watched any of them in qualifying, they absolutely battered teams. Yeah. Um, they might it might need to catch a little bit of fortune um in terms of draws draws a little bit like St. Juan's did last year mm-hmm. um to make something like a quarterfinal but i think they have totally have it in them to beat you know a team in the you know of Sporting or Marseille or West Ham's quality on the right day absolutely i agree with you and similarly i'm putting Sturm Graz on my list i think mm-hmm. they've been just making a lot of progress yeah you know last term a few years ago i would have been surprised to see them in the Europa League. And now it feels like mm-hmm. they're a very competitive team. They've progressed a lot as a club and uh, definitely solidifying themselves as a second Austrian team and mm-hmm. could be in a position to make a decent run. I think Panathinaikos is another Greek one that I would keep my eye on. Yeah. Who looks pretty fun. AEK Athens also, uh, to keep on the Greek theme, won the league last year. So um, I think the Greek contingent, which is going to be a theme for me in these first couple of weeks, is strong. Yeah. What about in maybe a less disappointing way, but most likely just crash out early, like a big team that you think is kind of set up to potentially drop out of the Europa League and Marseille stage. Yeah, <laughs> so said Marseille, uh, Freiburg as well. I think could be tossed in there. Yeah, um, tough draws, mm-hmm. and then I mean just because of the group that they're in with Freiburg and Olympiacos, I think there's a small but less likely chance of West Ham sure being that team. Yeah, 
uh, going back and trying to defend their conference league title. Oh, yeah. That's really what they wanted. Yeah. All right. And then uh, who are you predicting to win the conference Liverpool. League? <laughs> I'm taking Leverkusen. You mean the Europa League? That's what yeah. I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to gaslight you when I think I said. I think Liverpool League. is definitely, without the benefit of knowing who the Champions League teams yeah. are, Liverpool is, I think, the pretty obvious best ta- best roster mm-hmm. for talent. Um, obviously the pedigree of their coach, but yeah, I think Leverkusen is a great secondary uh option. In fact, on the power rankings you had me do just now, mm-hmm. I have set Leverkusen in second. I also had Leverkusen in second on my power rankings, so they'll probably be second on our combined power rankings mm-hmm. that I published on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I think they. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't put them above Liverpool talent-wise and, like, no. expectations-wise, but they're my pick to win. I just – I love the way they, they play. They got a little experience last year making a run. Mm-hmm. I love the way they play. I don't think they'll be in a title race, which won't distract, you know, if we get into, like, the quarterfinals and Liverpool are forced to rotate a little more. Yeah. Javi Alonso with a little with a little more, you know, maturity mm-hmm. on the bench now. Yeah. A little more experience. I think they – Bonifaz looks like a great addition at striker. Frimpong is mm-hmm. so excited on that right side and mm-hmm. really, really difficult to defend against. There. Verts, 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 Verts. Florian Verts is incredible. He's I think awesome. this is how where yeah, they're basically themselves. they're basically if you take their team from last year, obviously they lose Musa Diaby, mm-hmm. pretty big loss. But you replace him with a proper number nine who they haven't had since Patrick Schick's injury problems kind of took him out of the rotation. Um, you know they're playing with like Asmoon up top a lot last year. Like they just didn't have a good option there, yeah. um. And you bring in a uh, a guy who can really provide box to box ability in Granit Xhaka, tons of European experience. Um, and while we know his flaws, he's actually been quite good for Arsenal the past two seasons. Yeah. Um, and he looks like an actually absolutely perfect fit, um, leadership wise, quality wise. Um, so. Yeah, agreed that they're in really good, really good position. Yeah, and obviously I don't think we have to talk much about why Max picked Liverpool. They're just they're so good. <laughs> they're a really good team, and Klopp and is actually, a great manager. They look like they're ahead of schedule on this little soft reboot. Yeah, um, they look good. I've been very surprised at the quality that their midfield has shown as like of units because I thought yeah. they were individuals. Yeah. McAllister like... looks as good as he did last year. Yeah. Um, I the surprise for has been Sabasly how quickly he's integrated yeah. into that um, role. He too, looks yeah. really fun. Anyway. Um, let's uh let's go to the conference. Let's go to the conference league. Group A, we have Lille, Slovan Bratislava, Lille, Slovan Bratislava, Olympia, Ljubljana, and Klotsvik from the Faroe Islands. The fun team. The fun team. I'm taking Lille first, Bratislava second. Uh huh. Klotsvik third. Uh huh. And Ljubljana fourth. I'm taking Lille first as well. I'm also taking Olympia fourth. I'm taking Key second. Yeah, let's go. I'm taking Key second. Just for the vibes, fuck yeah. Bratislava. Mm-hmm. No, just kidding. I'm sure you're, you're lovely. Sure, they're very nice. People. Sure, you're lovely. You're uh, a listener from Bratislava. We sorry. Respect you. Uh, yeah. I just, uh, just Bratislava. I just don't find very interesting or fun to watch. So we're, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on key. Mm-hmm. And uh, match week one, Ljubljana get the joy of going to Lille, and Klaxvik will go to Slow and Bratislava. That'll be telling. Group B, we have Ghent, Maccabi Tel Aviv, Zoria Luhansk, and. Uh I am taking looked up that pronunciation. I'm probably still getting it wrong. Uh, we almost definitely are. Breda Blick. It involves a sound that is not in our native language. Yeah. Uh so Ghent are who I'm taking to win this. I think that's a fair 
thought. I have Halloween second. I agree as well. I have Luhansk third uh-huh. and Breda Blick in fourth. I'm giving Breda Blick third. Interesting. But uh, I do think Ghent is a clear favorite and Del- Tel Aviv should be a clear second. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could see, I could see, you know, Breda Blick or Zoria Luhansk giving it a go also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zori Luhansk, not off to a good start, but no, they look bad. the Ukrainian yeah. league is also substantially like higher quality than the Icelandic league. So for sure. It'll be interesting. Could but Breda Blick look quite good, good in qualifying. Good. Yeah. So uh we'll see how that maintains. Mm-hmm. Group C, we have Dinamo Zagreb, Victoria Pilsen, Astana, mm-hmm. and Balkani. Mm-hmm. Now I am this is uh, a super fun conference league group. Yes. I did not learn from last year. No. And I want to take Balkani fourth. Me too. Yeah. I thought real long and hard about it, but I think Astana's edge is their the travel. Mm-hmm. Like every it's gonna be hard to I think it's just gonna be hard getting three points in in uh in Kazakhstan because it's yeah. such a bitch to get to. Mm-hmm. Um it's so out of the way. So I'm giving Astana a slight edge in third just because of their of their geographical situation. Yeah. That geographical situation actually had me put them second. Oh, I love that. And uh from there I worked and tried to figure out who I thought would win between Zagreb and Pilsen. Yeah. And I really couldn't. <laughs> I think Zagreb is better. I, I hit Zagreb first. I'm not a huge fan of their team right now. Yeah. I think they sold a few too many. Like, I think losing Sutelo is a way bigger issue than people are going to, than people realize. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to really damage their ability to compete in the conference. They league still miss Orsic. They still miss Orsic, even if he hasn't done much <laughs> since yeah. leaving. I don't and, think they're uh, a favorite or anything, but no. But we're even should be expected to go that deep in this competition, but I do yeah. think they're the best team in this group. Mm-hmm. I think Pilsen is fine. Yeah, I think they, Pilsen are Pilsen missed the window of being when they won the title and you know got in the Champions League group. They kind of since then they've sort of faded a little bit. So yeah. I don't think they're they're not as strong as they were mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I I think Pilsen are the second best team. Yeah. But I, I think, think Balkani could little... totally challenge too. I mean, Balkani has looked pretty solid. Yeah. Getting to Astana is to me this the bitch. It's a it's so, so tough. Basel barely got there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Astana they start at Zagreb, Balkani at Pilsen. Group D we have Club Brugge, Bodo Glimt, Besiktas, and Lugano. Another good group. Mm-hmm. This one of a pretty high quality across the board. I'd say. Mm-hmm. I have Besiktas in first. I also have Besiktas in and first. I have Brugge in second. I also have and Brugge I have Bodo in third. I. And Lugano Wait, in fourth. I have uh, Bodo in fourth. Oh, wow. A harsh. Yeah. It's just right harsh. now when I watch Bodo, yeah. all I'm seeing is Pellegrino. That's like the only, <laughs> that's all I see yeah. when I watch him play. It's all going through him. He's mm-hmm. the only one delivering. It feels like, at least in Europe, mm-hmm. I, I haven't watched him domestically, but, mm-hmm. and it feels a little easier to shut down in, in the past. Sure. Uh, so that's why I have them fourth. And I can see Bruga finishing first also. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my biggest that was my most difficult choice between Bergen and Besiktas at first yeah but Besiktas have uh, Vincent Lugar yeah they sure do so, yeah in fact I'm kind of regretting not picking Bruga at first I like Bruga right now I do like Bruga right now Um, it will be interesting though to see you guys like God, there's just so many names mm-hmm. Eric Bailly mm-hmm. Jean Onana mm-hmm. uh, Gokin Inler look it's the Turkish league effect we know Jetson Fernandez is there. It's the yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jetson. My Jetson guy. My Alex Oxley Chamberlain. I know. It's uh, the I forgot he was there too. It's the it's it's the classic Turkish league. Yeah. The Turkish League syndrome. Ante Rabichu was in the Champions League semifinal last year. Stop. Uh 
Yeah, that's it's the classic Turkish league thing. Yeah. Uh, group E, we have this is a pretty solid group for a conference league team. Yeah. Uh, Azed, Aston Villa, Legia Warsaw, and Zrinski Mostar. For me, this one is pretty clearly tiered one through four. Mm-hmm. Villa, Alkmaar, Legia, and Zrinski. I agree. I think there's a chance Azed pips Villa maybe on like goal difference or something yeah. if they uh, beat them at home, but. That's really all I see happening. Plus, Alkmaar, isn't Alkmaar going to have their start with uh, fan, away fan yeah. bands? Yeah. So, I mean, not that that necessarily will help. Men, but, yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention Group D. Starts with Besiktas at Bruga. Huge game for that. Big game. Photo at Lugano. And this group has Aston Villa at Legio Warsaw and Azed at Zrinski. Right. Group F. Fittingly, top two teams both start with F. Varos and Fiorentina. Followed by Genk, followed by Kukuriki. Mm-hmm. And I think there is an obvious fourth place, unfortunately. I'd say so. Uh, first place, actually, I'm not super confident, but I. Because Fiorentina likes fucking shit up. They do like fucking shit up, Max. Yeah. It's in their nature. Uh, they, they do like, like making things difficult for themselves. They have not looked great, especially defensively, yeah, start this year. Not a great start. Um, They don't seem to have found their striker yet, as well, which was an issue last year. The dog, the dog, the I dog just, boy from the dog just had his squeaky toy taken away. He's very unhappy. So <laughs> He's very unhappy. It's not um, such a pout, bro. Yeah. Look at that pout. But oh, I, buddy. I'm still picking Fiorentina first. Me too. I gank second, and Ferencvaros coming in third. Agreed. Then, Don't squeak, serious. Don't squeak. That starts Fiorentina at gank. Uh-huh. So if Fiorentina win that, I think that should pretty much seal up their first place. Yeah, and uh, Kukuriki until they lose at home to Kukuriki. Yeah, serious. Um, stop squeaking. Can you stop squeaking? <laughs> he does not look like he can. He's not gonna stop squeaking. Group G, we have Frankfurt, Pauk, HJK, and Aberdeen. Yeah, I think this one uh is a is pretty difficult to choose two through four. Frankfurt being the obvious favorite, mm. I ended up taking Pauk in second. I, um, yeah. Now, this is me just overcorrecting because mm-hmm. I am not super fond of what I've seen from Frankfurt this year. Mm-hmm. I palped in first. So, I know. Wow. Um, yeah, Frankfurt definitely, without Colomwani, it's tough to lose him on deadline day without a replacement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Pauk is the second best team. HJK, I edged Aberdeen just because of the artificial turf, uh, naturally. Mm-hmm. And Aberdeen has been off to a pretty shit start to the year. They have two points in five games in the league. Um, par- probably partially because of conference league qualifying. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how they adjust. I mean, they on paper should be competitive in this group, but I, I don't know if they will be. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I have I have Aberdeen picking HJK. I think that's just like yeah, possible. I think they're possible. two relatively even yeah, they are. teams right down there. Um, but one plays on our first turf, David. That is an advantage. Huge advantage. Is an advantage. But one was coached by Sir Alex Ferguson. True. So that, that's pedigree. That's pedigree. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, my big thing here is I'm not super fond of Frankfurt, but it will be interesting to watch. It's like Hugo Larson, 19-year-old, just moved from Malmo, mm-hmm. who's starting their midfield against uh, Bolcom this weekend. So... Interesting to watch him in Europe, see how some of their younger players look. But yeah, I mean, Mario Goats is probably their key player, and I just that's tough. Don't think that's going to be great for them. Yeah, they've had kind of a strange turnover since their Europa League triumph of two years ago. Yeah, um, two and a half years ago. I still think it's a solid team. I just like yeah, 
I might be overcorrecting you know, my yeah. uh, not being super fond of them mm -hmm. by putting them behind Falk, but you know, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. See. Group H, we have this is the last group, obviously, because there's only eight groups. Fenabacha, Ludogorets, Spartak Trnava, and Nordschland. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about this one? I got Fenerbahce, Norshaland, Ludigaretz, and Spartak. I have the same two teams advancing first and second with you. Mm -hmm. I have Spartak Chernava over Ludigaretz. Interesting. Um, I know Ludigaretz were looked really solid last year and got some good results. Mm -hmm. But it's just like when you look at their other years of performance, I think that might have been a one-off. Mm -hmm. And I think it'll go back to that. And then we've just been, I think, a little harsh on the uh, Eastern Europeans throughout the rest of my predictions. So no, I yeah, you, wanted, you didn't want to feel me like you're like you're uh, like you're targeting them. Yeah, I want them to think I I still trust them. Yeah, fair. Um, but yeah, so I don't really have a huge reason for putting Spark Chanava over the Durets other than just like yeah, I think Northland's good. I do. I'll talk more. I, let me talk more about Northland when we get to our next segments here. Yeah. Um, should we start with the uh, most likely to disappoint? Yeah, I think Frankfurt is a great choice here. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for all the reasons you we we just talked about. Yeah, I think they could be caught early, having a bad not being able to finish. I think is going to be a problem for them. Not having anyone to bang in goals at up front. <laughs> bang, uh, finish. <laughs> uh, I think um, wouldn't be shocked if Alkmar had a uh bad follow up campaign. Just because that's how it works sometimes, mm -hmm. and I also think they're—I don't know—I'm never, never that impressed watching them in their run last year either. Um, I think they could be got, but I'm gonna—I'm gonna settle on Frankfurt for that answer. Yeah, you named both the teams I had listed down on mine as mm -hmm. most likely to disappoint mm -hmm. in Frankfurt and Azed. So I'm not really gonna say anything else because I think you kind of covered that. No. Uh, let's go most likely to make a surprise run. Norchalon. I was going to say, I think we have the big beat down. Norchalon. I love Norchalon. I also love This Norchelon. team is really fun to watch and plays really good football. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, off, off to a pretty good start in the league, yeah. Um, but we're really crushing teams and qualifying for mm -hmm. Europe. So I suspect that they're going to be a tough out mm -hmm. Um, and could see them, them being the Basel team this year yeah and they're also one of the teams that they've been producing a lot of talent mm -hmm. uh out of their academy recently so it's it's just like good to see teams like that that yeah. we can they get excited like they about good stuff and they're fun to watch yeah and then also i think like you with the greek teams i think the turkish teams could be mm -hmm. ones that maybe go a little deeper than people are expecting like i think last year they did great in the she, group stage and struggled yeah. in uh the actual knockout mm -hmm. part of the competition but this year i think Besiktas and Fenerbahce both being in this group. Spoiler. In this competition. I have Fenerbahce as my champions. Really? Yep. Wow. I was not expecting that. So mm -hmm. that is a big spoiler. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I guess we should... Uh, well, we have one more to get to. Let's reach the end with the champions. But yeah. Most likely to crash out early. Uh, well, we already kind of did that with Frankfurt. Yeah. Um, Lille. I agree. I could see Lille struggling in the knockout stage. I think they'll be yeah. fine in the group stage. This is a yeah. pretty straightforward group for them. Mm -hmm. That's why I was looking at Zagreb as a mm -hmm. potential team. Like it's the name itself carries a lot of prestige and expectations coming into this level competition. But I just they're not where I think a typical Zagreb team is. And I could see them getting caught in this group and struggling in it. 
I obviously, like I said, I have them winning the group, but I think there's a small chance. And then same with Fiorentina. I have not loved their start to the season. Uh, don't love their group either. It's a pretty tough group. Mm-hmm. You know, Gank could I Gank could very easily top this group. It would not be a surprise to anybody. And Ferrick Baros are also pretty strong. Kukuriki could pose a tricky challenge as well. So Fiorentina are on my my watch list. Mm-hmm. But who do you think's uh, most likely to win? Fenerbahce. Okay, I think I mean, uh, Fiorentina and Aston Villa are definitely the favorites, co-favorites. I yeah. think um, Fiorentina obviously made that deep run last year, mm-hmm. but you know, Villa and Villa has the advantage of having the greatest. European manager of all time and Unai Emery. Uh, he knows what to do with these teams. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously their high-end talent is as, as good as anyone in the league. I think in this competition, I think, you know, Fiorentina has the advantage of having just done this last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. We've talked about Fiorentina having maybe some early flaws and always making things difficult for themselves. Like even in the playoff qualifying round, which they shouldn't have struggled with, they did. So there's the they if they keep doing that they'll get caught eventually like your luck runs out at some point and villa just having not been in europe for 10 plus years like um and the third best team i think it's fenerbahce and fenerbahce has a lot of you know aged stars which sometimes Mm -hmm. is not a great thing for team building but they seem to have a pretty pretty talented roster put together yeah i think they're the best team in turkey and i think they're uh you know should be considered a favorite yeah, high I, favorite in this competition. I absolutely see stands. what you're saying with Fenerbahce. It's hard for me to like looking at the last couple years. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to take a team that's not from the top five leagues when mm-hmm. like look it hasn't at the, happened. It hasn't happened in yet, a long and, time. You know, it was even teams that were struggling. Rangers almost broke, almost did it though. Mm-hmm. That was a Europa League. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking just conference, but in Europe in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, teams will make runs, but it feels like. You know, at the end of the day, Portuguese like, teams make runs. Did they? I mean, they did this competition. Oh, well, not no. But <laughs> they've never won a. Th- they've general. never won a thing of Europe in general. They've never won a game. So in Porto this is all. Yeah, it's <laughs> like Porto and Benfica had good runs in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the Dutch league seems to be like the where league. the line is kind of drawn for who's making runs in this. I mean, obviously sure. Basel made a run, but they weren't ever really like looking like they're going to win it. No. Um, so it's hard for me to drop down and be like, can Fenerbahce do it? And I kind of didn't really even look at them yeah. when I was thinking about it. So I do think if Fiorentina, one, if they get out of the group, which is easier said than done with their group, but if they'll get out, if Lucas Beltran mm-hmm. is a good striker for them, I think they should win this competition. Maybe I said Aston Villa will obviously probably should be have been West Ham last year. Yeah. That's exactly. They didn't. Aston Villa will be there thereabouts as well. Uh, one of the favorites, but I think if Lucas Beltran we could well is, have a we could well have a uh a, a Claret English team facing Fiorentina in the final. Yeah, <laughs> Again. we could even have a rematch because West Ham got a tough group. They did. Um, and then the one thing about the Conference League too is that I I don't know it's way too early to say this is a trend, but I suspect it's easier winning the conference league originating in the competition that then the, that the Europa League because mm-hmm. obviously just from sheer quality the teams dropping down the Champions League are probably better than the teams dropping out of the Europa League absolutely on average pretty that's an obvious thing to say but also I think there's like a thing about like we saw this with Lazio last year mm-hmm. where you drop in and you should immediately be a co-favorite and then you just can't really raise your level because Especially when you're a team like that, and you're especially if you're a disappointed team, like a team that should be in the Europa League or higher, mm-hmm. 
to end up in the conference league knockouts is such a bummer that I think it's probably hard to raise your level. Um, so that's an advantage, I think, for like Fiorentina and Aston Villa and Fenerbahce and Frankfurt, and that doesn't happen for those top group stage Europa League teams when there's no mercy with those Champions League third placers. Yeah, I mean, we saw the teams that dropped down last year. They're of the ones that dropped down, really only Lazio and Braga are ones you would consider like big teams. Maybe Trabs on scores there as well, but you know, they're not huge teams that are dropping down and yeah. how many of them got eliminated right away Travis were eliminated right away Braga eliminated right away um Lazio Lazio won one, one, one matchup against Cluj and struggled yeah. in that none of one. them made the quarterfinals did they none of them made the quarterfinals yeah that's There's... a little telling I think mm-hmm. yeah so I do think there is definitely something we said about like it's just hard to drop down this yeah. one so I think the winner will be a team in this group stage yeah and it's yeah I agree and it's also really hard as one of the favorites, not to make the, the quarterfinals. <laughs> so it is. If you're yeah. one of the four to seven best teams, you should make the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. So you should, unless yes. you get on really unlucky with the draw. So yeah, that's also just by virtue of getting to that stage, you have more of a chance than you, <laughs> than, you know, so. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think, so for my prediction for the winner, I think when, if there's some ifs for Fiorentina, yeah. That there, no that bias, there aren't, no Italian bias. Yes. Doesn't exist. No, that there aren't there aren't the ifs for Astonville. Astonville will be mm-hmm. a team that gets to at the very least the semifinal of this competition. You hope so. If yes. you're a Villa right. fan, like right. you should hope you should hope so. Fiorentina, I think, is more likely to drop out early, but I also yeah, think as true. the season goes on, if they answer some of the questions, right? Mm-hmm. If Maxim Lopez does allow them to hold on to the ball for 90% of games. Like some I people think them, he will uh, be able to. I picked them top six in Italy, so I hope they get their shit together. Yeah. If Kwame uh, keeps up his Kwame Brown. Like, Brown. Different Kwame. <laughs> Kwame Brown is not picking up his form anytime. Kwame Brown. Right. If they hold on to Nico Gonzalez, if Lucas Beltran does they have adjust to the league. Big, um, big get for them keeping Nico. Yeah. If Yuri Mina... It's any good at all? Very mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was he's their replacement for Igor, which I don't yeah. like. That's my other issue. Is like I don't think they replaced Igor very well, even though he wasn't good. All right, let's stop talking about yeah, Fiorentina. Yeah. Sorry, we, we you don't want to go on an Italy tangent here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Aston Villa definitely up their favorites. Frankfurt and uh, Leo will also fancy their chances, but I feel like they're kind of outsider, outside. Yeah, I don't like Frankfurt. Probably. Don't like Leo that much. Alkmaar could do another run. I think, oh, good catch, buddy. Dog is so talented. Um, I kind of like Ghent this year. I also do. I think uh, Ghent yeah. could be, I think Ghent and Bruga and Besiktas should mm-hmm. all expect to be in the quarterfinals. Yeah, you're Ghent, not Ghent, right? Ghent. Yeah, with the T. Gank, I don't like as I much don't this like year. Gank as much either. Even though they were point from winning the title last year. Yeah. I like Ghent better. And mm-hmm. I think Norcheland is the other one to look out for. Maybe Pauk. Yeah. Um, Yep, I guess. Here's one fun. If you had to pick somebody in the bottom half for teams in my power rankings here, mm-hmm. who who is your uh, who would you pick to make a quarterfinals or even a semifinals? If you well, had to each, choose one, each of the competitions for yeah, okay. Especially start with the conference league from like yeah, yeah. fifteen to thirty-two in my power rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. just pick one. I ooh, I think there's two that are popping in my head here when I look at mm-hmm. them: Maccabi Tel Aviv mm-hmm. and Victoria Pilsen. Okay, nice. I was um, gonna say maybe Lugano, but they have a tough group. Yeah. Um, maybe Lugano and maybe uh maybe Legia. I kinda like Legia. Warsaw. 
Yeah, I I never know what to expect from Polish teams. I yeah. feel like some games they all right come out and they look like they can compete mm-hmm. with the top five leagues, and other games. Well, they we just, had a fun Polish experience last year. Yeah, other games they just look like a mess. Yeah, you know, there's a whole I don't know if people go on Reddit, but there's a subreddit dedicated just to uh what the fuck highlights coming out of the Ekla Ekla Stras, the mm-hmm. Polish league whose name I can't yeah. pronounce. Yeah. Now so. pick somebody in the Europa League from my number 19 down. 19 down. Dang it. Yeah. I was going to cop out. I knew it. Um, hmm. These ones, I think. Because this is Rangers, Rangers a couple of years ago. I think Rangers could do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, And I want to throw out Molda. I'm going to say Molda would be my answer. I, I, I think I, Athens could be could be good. I struggle with Scandinavian teams in knockout stages because yeah, because their season yeah, because their season's yeah. just starting. But but I really like this Molda team mm-hmm. as well. They'll also likely lose some people over mm-hmm. the winter though. Yeah, fuck it. Maybe Saint Joe's gets their shit together again. You know, yeah. makes another deep run. Who knows? Fun. Who knows? Who knows? Maccabi Haifa is pretty good. Tough yeah. group. Yeah, I think the Europa League top to bottom is really really, really strong, strong this year. year. Yeah, I, I think the for... Conference League might be a little weaker. Maybe, but. I think this Europa League is really strong. Yeah, agreed. With the obvious exception of Liverpool, who are just really a good. mess. Should not be a just yeah. a mess. Just should terrible not, team. Should not be in this competition. Yeah. Uh, first time should it be in Europe? First time in six years. Yeah. Um, look out for Tottenham in the Europa League next year, man. <laughs> if you guys make it, <laughs> you're right. We could be in the Champions League. Oh, top five might get in this year. You know, five five probably gets you in the Champions League. Probably will from England. That's the other thing about this year, especially with the Conference League, is for Spain to have missed the Conference League group stage. It's huge. The performances of Lille, um, AZ, and Frankfurt and Fiorentina in particular will be really, really important Mm -hmm. to getting the top that extra spot in the Champions League. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've done it. I think we have done it. Um, we'll be back next week to talk about all the fixtures as we do. Um, until then, who do you want to cheers to? Oh, God. I did not plan this far ahead. We never do. No. We really should start planning these. Who's a Fenerbahce manager? I always forget names. I'm terrible with names. Ismail Kartal. Let's do it. There you go. Yeah. Cheers. That's who I want to cheers Ismail to. Ismail Kartal. Uh, no pressure, buddy. No. You should win the But you better perform. You should win the Falcon.